Welcome to Football with Susan. This is the sound of the crowd going wild. (sighs) Football with Susan would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Wadawurrung people and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. My name's Catherine, and in this podcast, I interview my mum, Susan, about her beloved Geelong Cats and how they're going across the 2021 AFL season. Good morning, Catherine, or afternoon, Catherine. (laughs) Good morning, afternoon. Hello, Cats fans. (laughs) How are you? I'm dry now. Oh, why were you wet? What happened? (laughs) Well... I had the bright idea that we were going to go down to Torquay and have a lovely lunch and then ah. walk on the, around, you know, the Esplanade oh. on the beach because it was a little bit blowy and, of course, it pours raining, doesn't it? We get caught in this downpour. Sounds very romantic. <laughs> oh, no. No? <laughs> it's just wet and cold. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm dry now. That's great to know. Um, yeah. Happy 4th of July. Oh, that's right. It is July. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw that, and I thought our American, our American <laughs> listeners. I don't think Dad even remembered actually. <laughs> well, I thought our American listeners might be interested <laughs> to hear Happy Fourth of July. I usually have to remind Dad that it's the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, I had to look up what it was actually. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? What it meant? Yeah, that's or, right. Or, or the date itself? No, both. <laughs> both. <laughs> Oh, well, just as well, you no longer have your American citizenship, oh, Catherine. Oh, not you quite. You might have had it completely uh, taken from you. Oh, oh my gosh. Let's, let's not, not talk it. about let's that. Let's not mention the war. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so, two games since we last yes. spoke. Yes, um, yes. Round 15 was uh, <sighs> a it. terrible game. Oh. Well, why don't you tell us about it? I can't remember the score. Okay, well, I'll I'm tell sure you. you've got it written down. Yeah, I do. So it's Cats versus Brisbane Lions. No, mm-hmm. Brisbane. Is it still Lions? Yes, yes yeah. still the Lions. Yes. In Brisbane. Yes. It was a loss. Loss. Uh, 50 to 94. Yes. Um, it was a very bad loss and it was a terrible mm. um, game on Geelong's behalf. What happened? Brisbane played very well. But, um, oh, who knows what happened? I think they just... Well, you do, Mum. That's why we have this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) They just didn't play very well. They 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 didn't go out with the right attitude or something. Who knows? I mean, I... I, I think that they got so excited about what had happened the week before mm. in beating the Bulldogs at home so well. Mm. Uh, well, after the... Was that the one after the siren? Is that the one? Am yeah. I still... Talking yeah, about I think that. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That uh, I think they just used a lot of emotional energy, and I don't think they had much left for the next week. Do you think who they knows? were getting cocky because know. of so I'm many not a wins? I'm psychologist, but I, I wonder if these things do tend to play a part sometimes. You know, yeah. they were just so excited about what had happened, and I think it went on all week. And I think the team, you know, maybe read their own um, publicity. Right. <laughs> But it was pretty awful and um, they didn't play at all well. I can't even think of one player that I would think played a, a, a reasonable game. 
Okay. Uh, on that uh, Thursday night in Brisbane when uh, the weather was fine. I think it was a bit slippery, but it's winter, so what can you expect? And, um, yeah, Geelong did pretty badly. And Brisbane played very well. Okay. So all credit where it's due. Okay. Well, I remember you had thought they were going to possibly win when we Well, they week. should have. Well, no, actually, uh, they're about the same on the ladder, aren't they? And... Uh, we beat Brisbane by about two points in earlier in the year at Geelong, and I think Brisbane was a bit upset about that because it happened, there were a few, uh, as, as they thought there were a few anomalies in the umpiring decisions. Mm. But you know, there's there's both what goes both ways, and just throughout the game there were quite a few anomalies that were going to both teams. So in the end, it all kind of washes out, doesn't it? Yeah. And um, we did win that night. I remember that was the night that um, Bridget and I didn't even get into the ground until nearly quarter time because of all the security around COVID that was happening at that time. And and at quarter time, they said... Um, That's right. People were, that were in Brisbane between these dates need to leave the stadium right now. And I kept thinking, well, why is that? Brisbane team still out there on the ground. They should be <laughs> yeah. packed up going home. <laughs> I was very ungenerous. <laughs> and you said no one left, I remember. Mm, so we we um, we won not very convincingly in that game. And then this time we got beaten quite convincingly. We okay. lo- lost by 40 points, which is seven goals. So, yeah. you know, it was a big, big loss. And there's been about um, six wins in a row at this point. Yes, that's right. We had. We'd had a lot of wins in a row and we were doing pretty well and I was feeling pretty positive about the I gave up to about a 7 out of 10, I think, was my last. Yeah. Yeah, and I was getting pretty excited and then all of a sudden came crashing down along with everybody else. Well, don't give it away. Don't give it away where you're at. But I will say (laughs) I saw Geelong is down to fifth on the ladder, whereas they were up at third, I think. Yes, and I think they're back in third now. So, oh, really? We'll see. I don't know where. Well, According they were to the Geelong the Cats last... website, I think they were fifth. Oh, still, I, even after because I thought I thought after our win on Friday night we'd gone up again, but oh. maybe the teams that were under us went did well as well. So you never mm. know. Or maybe the person whose job it is to update the website has been celebrating so much that they forgot. I could check it right now for you, Catherine. Oh. I could, Great. Please have do. Have a look. Anyway, while we're talking, I'll just check. Okay. Nothing's more exciting than someone checking a website on, <laughs> on, on Life to Air, so that's good. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to Thursday's game. Yes. Um, Geelong won to Essendon. Friday's game. Friday's, Friday's game. game. Sorry, I have yes, Thursday written down, but that's incorrect facts. Um, yes. Cats versus Essendon in Geelong, a win, came back 98-57, to 57, um, and you went with Bridget, your football buddy, yes, slash second buddy, daughter. Yes. And I have just checked, and we are still in, we are in fifth position yeah. by a percentage point behind Port Adelaide. So we have beaten Western Bulldogs and Brisbane Lions once and Port Adelaide. So I think um, it'll it'll be fine. It's mm. all going to be fine in the end. How many times do you play the same team? Uh, it just depends on the fixture. We play some teams twice, and we have the team we're playing this weekend. We haven't played at all yet. Right. So um, it just yeah, a bit of uh, 
someone just depends. draws yeah. them out of it, a hat yeah. or something official yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's all it's all quite good. I I'm not too fussed at the moment. It's all going in the right direction. Excellent. So you went so to Friday the game. night. It was, was freezing like? cold. Yeah, freezing cold and wet. I see. And. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, it rained during the game. We weren't sitting in the rain. We were up in the third tier, the great view. Um, There's only 50% capacity of crowd in the stadium because of restrictions. And so we weren't all crowded in, which is fine by me. Yeah. And um, the game started off very poorly. Geelong played mm-hmm. a, sh- a shocking first quarter. And I thought, here we go again, They're continuing on from the week before. Um, and then we, I don't know what happened at uh, quarter time. I think Chris Scott must have given them an ultimatum or something, but they came out firing and kicked eight Ooh. goals straight in the, in the, in the second quarter. So they did. Excellent. They just put, put their foot down and got on with it. And then did yes. they just win for the rest of the game or? And we did win. We won by 41 points, I think, right. in, the, in the end. And yet we'd been 22 points down at the end of the first quarter. So it was a big turnaround. Oh, good one. Ten goal turnaround for the game. My memory of Geelong is that they would do that. My memory of going to Geelong games was that normally they would do that in the last, you know, one minute. But it's good that they (laughs) did it at the end of the first quarter. (laughs) Yes. Well, it has been known that they leave things a bit late. No, no, they they pulled themselves together, played very well in the second quarter. Um, Essendon tried to come back a little bit, but they just were not um, strong enough in the end. And Geelong went away and won by 41 points. So it was a good win and and a good game on the whole. Um, There were some injuries and, um, and finally some players seemed to come back from having previous, um, not a slump, but injuries had kept some players down from their best and they seemed to be able to get themselves together in that that game. Who were the standouts for Geelong? The standouts in the end, well, we had Tom Hawkins kicked six goals. He was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was uh, after Jeremy Cameron had had to go off the ground with a hamstring industry, uh, injury, or as we say in football, a hammy. <laughs> he had a hammy. A hammy. And this is his third hammy for the season, so he's mm. having a bit of problems with his hamstrings. And yet he's only got two hammies and he's had three hammy injuries. Well, that's it. it's all on the same side, I believe. I see. Um, and they, they sort of look after him because he's an He's a very good player and he has got this problem. So they didn't take any risks. He kicked three goals. So he'd done his job and they took it. He, he went off and they kept him off the rest of the game. And I don't know whether he'll be playing this week or not. Depends what the how serious the injury was. I don't see. know. I haven't found out that okay. information. And what about um, – yeah, keep going. So Tom Hawkins played a very good game, as did – Jeremy Cameron for a little while mm-hmm. and the big turnaround in performance was of course Patrick Dangerfield. What happened? Well he has been injured for quite a long time he had, he had an ankle injury which kept him out for about eight weeks right. 
And before that, he'd had a suspension, which it meant he hadn't played. So he'd only played really one or two games. He came back into the side and he really was not playing at his best. You know, when you miss that much of the season, it does take you a while to get back into the swing of it. Yeah. And um, he was just kind of, yeah, he seemed to be taking some time to get back to his stride. Well, by the end of the second quarter, he was definitely back in stride and he was he played an excellent game. He kicked two goals. Um, he was instrumental in many others and he just, yeah, put on a real display. So that was good. Patrick's back. Um, Patrick's back trick. Did anyone have a sign that said that? back, yes. Yeah, okay. That was exciting. Um, who else played well? Let's see, the back line played all right. Um, no, I think they're the, they were the main standouts, really. Um, the ones that I've mentioned, I think, I think that's probably, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what about your behaviour at the game? Any, uh, any feedback from, from Bridget, your, your middle daughter? Oh, I had to be told to calm down a bit. I see. Did have to be told to calm down a bit. Mm-hmm. I was getting a bit fiery there at times. Do you because, feel like you that know, was warranted? Oh yes, I, I I did need to be told to calm down. Okay. Yes, Excellent. you know, I can't help myself. You know, yeah. open mouth, out it comes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and my much calmer, um, you know, fellow cat fan and and football goer mm. does need to at times remind me that mm. you know. We are already 30 points ahead. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can never relax as a fan. You just, you know, you've just got to keep going. Well, you know me. Mm-hmm. I have actually seen Geelong lose after they have been in front by yeah. 52 points. I will never forget that day. We were 50 point, two points up and we ended up losing and I've never forgotten it. What year was and, that? Oh, gosh. That would be 90s? probably, probably, no, 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 no. I'd say it's probably close to about eight years ago. Mm. Might have been, it might have been longer. Mm-hmm. But we were definitely sitting where uh, and, and we were watching them just going down and down and down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I can't relax until the last two minutes of the game when I know it can't be lost. Anything can happen. Right. Anything can Anything happen. happen. You Anything can happen. Anything can happen. On your laurels. No, that's right. <laughs> What's a laurel? Life's like that. Mm. You've always got to be just thinking what, you know, what if, maybe. <laughs> that sounds like a very um, sca- uh, anxious way to live your life. But yeah, let's, you know, it I think works. I have to calm down, Catherine. I think I have to calm down. <laughs> um, well, what was the COVID vibe at the game? Like what, so, you, so it was 50% capacity. Um, yep. And what else did you have to do? Or We had to, of course, uh, um, check in mm-hmm. with with the COVID app. Mm. Um, we had to wear our mask until we sat down in our seats um, and just keep our distance, socially mm-hmm. distance at all oh. times, you know, toilets, um, keep, you know, not standing behind, directly behind people, just keeping you a metre mm. and a half dis- distance, yeah, which is not that, it's not that easy when you're in a crowd, to no. be honest. So you wore your masks during the game? 
No, no, we'd, once we sat down, we could oh, take could our take mask off. off. Okay. But if I left my seat to go down to the toilet or whatever, I had to put my mask back on again. Gotcha. Which, you know, when your fingers are cold mm. and you've got a beanie pulled down over your ears mm. and, um, you know, you've got your scarf wrapped up around your face, it's mm. a little hard to find the mask <laughs> and get it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's always and this weird. big burly guy was giving me a look and I'm saying, I'm trying really hard to get this mask. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to find it and put it on. <laughs> well, people are keeping you in check other than Bridget. Um, speaking of whom, she has um, sent in a question from the crowd today. So let's Who take has? Bridget. Sorry? Bridget has okay. uh, sent in a question from the crowd today. So this is Bridget Kelly from Belmont. Um, yes. I don't understand this question, but I am assured that you will. She All says... Right. As you are now officially Lily's favourite Geelong player, <laughs> who is your favourite teammate? And Lily is your three-year-old grandchild. Um, for those listeners well, my grandchild know. thinks that I actually play for Geelong. Excellent. What happened? That's very cute. I think because I'm I'm the silliest person she knows, and um, she she knows that Grand has got this thing called Go that's very so cute. So she, you know, she told her mum and dad and Bridget that I'm the I'm the only play, I'm the player that plays the game. Oh, <laughs> isn't it? That is the best. And I just, you know, I bought her a jumper and she's got a beanie and she has a, and I don't think she's ever really cared one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Maybe she'll be in it for the sausage rolls, like me. Maybe she will be in it for the sausage rolls. That, that <laughs> wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so who would be my favourite team member? Yeah. Oh, now that's a very good question. Oh, I, um, oh, I'm a bit partial to Tom Hawkins because you know I've mm. got his his um, jumper. I do Tom know Hawkins that. Jumper. Yes. Yeah. He signed the football jumper that I got from the from the club. So and. Um- Tell us about that jumper. What what happened? Why did you right. get a jumper? Well, as a gift from the club, all of the members from last year, and of course we didn't go to any games last year because they were all in Queensland, um, we were all given a individually signed uh, football jumper. Mm-hmm. So we were told that we could come and pick up our jumper on a certain day, you know, between these dates and this date, and we had to show our membership number and then we were given a bag with a jumper in it. Um, and I, I took Bridget's um, membership as well and I picked one up for her and and I'm thinking to myself, I know I'm going to get a football jumper and it's going to have a signature on it of a person that has not played a game, you know, because I do have a number of people in the squad, that yes. some who do uh, don't get into the um, yes main team and I thought that's sure to be the signature that I get will be someone that I've never heard of um anyway and um I went there it was a bit chilly and we're outside of course and I've got and I've got my membership number and and the person in front of me was he that person received the um jumper and theirs had Gary Rowan's name on it and Gary Rowan of course had kicked that um, goal after the siren the week before. So, of course, he was a favourite with the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, they got Gary Rowan. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to end up with probably nobody. Um, <laughs> That's very polite of you not to name anyone. Yeah. Very ungracious about that. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I tried to, you know, pull myself together. Good, and good. when And when I Which was handed for, my, yeah. my bags, the uh-huh. two bags, one for Bridget, one for me, um, I thought I'm not even going to look to see whose signature it is until I get to the car. So Ooh. I walked back to the car and um, sat in the car and thought, all right, open up the bag and have a look. And then I opened up the bag and there was a signature that was indecipherable. <laughs> <laughs> Beginning and a number twenty six written underneath. Yeah, and that is Tom Hawkins' number. It's like Charlie so, in the Chocolate Factory opening up your chocolate bar and seeing if yeah, you've I got know, the golden ticket. I know. Very it's exciting. It's like opening up a Christmas present. Yeah. You know? What well, do I get? Who do I get? What uh, do I get? Um, anyway, <laughs> that was kind of exciting. So he's a bit of a favourite because he's such uh-huh. a, a great player uh-huh. in the forward line, and yeah. of course. Um, uh, Selwood is a, is a bit of a favourite. He's mm-hmm. been the captain for what ten years or so yeah. now. You think he's he'd be doing a, good a great job? Mm-hmm. And um, of course, I'm a big fan of Tom Stewart. And of, and I have to say, when I picked up the jumper, there was poor Tom Stewart holding his baby boy with his wife, and this woman runs up to him and says, "Oh, could you please sign my tom- my jumper, Tom?" And I thought, "Oh, for goodness' sake, leave the guy alone." <laughs> Um, and he was very gracious about it. And, and he, he said, look, I don't have a pen. And she turned around to me and said, do you have a pen? I said, no. <laughs> so I don't know, oh, I don't know if she got it signed in the end. But really, I mean, really, leave the guy alone. And I, I saw, an advocate um, for the players. <laughs> Quentin Narkel getting into his car. And I thought I was nearly going to say to him, Quentin, I hope you're getting a game this week, Quentin, because you've been playing so well. But mm-hmm. <laughs> luckily I didn't because he actually didn't play that week. <laughs> That would have been a bit embarrassing. I love it that you just in the same breath told me about how you think people should leave the players alone and then that you were going to harass the players. I wasn't going to ask him for his signature, though. I was just going to wish him all the best. Mm. Um, And um, who else played? Uh, He's a bit of a favourite. I think you've named enough. I feel like you've really, you've answered Lily's question for sure. Okay. (laughs) So far you've named four players and you only had to say one. Um, Okay. Done. 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 We've got too many questions, Mum, to dwell. All right. Um, Keep going. Move on. Move on. Okay. I'm going to move on. We've got um, a question from Charith Nandesina in Sydney who has asked questions before. Um, He's got a fact um, which was, <laughs> which I did not ask for, but he sent me a fact. He said he knew that Geelong is the narrowest stadium in the league. Apparently, um, did you know that? I didn't know. I didn't know that for a fact, but mm. it is a narrow stadium. Okay, it, it has. Um, it's narrower than I know. Most others, so mm. it wouldn't surprise me if it was true. Okay, well, I don't know if it's true because I, you know, Charith has sent this to me. I'm not sure if his facts are accurate either. But um, his question is: mm. How do clubs, or how do you think clubs should compensate play, uh, members? So member benefits, um, stadiums losing out on the venue when home games are played at neutral venues due to restrictions. Does that question make sense to you? Yes, it does. But okay. I well. Geelong has given um, Geelong gave its members a free jumper with a yeah. player signature on it. Yeah. So that's how they compensated. Yeah. Look, you know, we we all have to just have to deal with this. Mm. We're in a situation of COVID. We have a pandemic around the world, and um, we're dealing with it. And 
I don't know, I don't think clubs can compensate too much because they're losing an awful lot of money by not having their um, players playing Mm. at home. Uh, because when the home games are what helps with their revenue. So, you know, really clubs are relying on members to just support them, I guess, through all of this time. Um, And it was very nice for Geelong to give us a, a, a jumper, but, you know, they didn't really have to. Bridget and I would have renewed our membership anyway. Mm. Um, and it isn't easy for them. And even though there was only 50% capacity on the weekend, I mean, they've still lost money because of that. Yeah, right. Um, and so that's kind of how it all goes. Mm. So you're We happy. all played in neutral venues last year. Well, mm. Victorian clubs did anyway. I don't know about Sydney. Mm. Um, anyway. Does it feel a bit funny with non-Geelong teams playing at the at the ground at Kidinya Park? Because I know Sydney's playing there against someone. Sydney's um, playing at Kidinya Park today. Yeah, They're playing West Coast. How does that feel? Yeah, because all of the clubs came to Melbourne because um, many of the states are in lockdown at the moment. Mm. So they all flew into Melbourne um, to play this week's um, games. This weekend's games, yeah. yeah. Does that so, feel and, strange and or are you happy West to share? West Coast were playing um, at Cadinia at, at, uh, Park this afternoon. Um, okay. Well, let me ask you this question because you had yep. some homework and I don't know oh, if you've done it. But, uh, no, yeah. I do know. So you had two pieces of homework. Um, I was the second one. You've, you've obviously forgotten the second one. The first yes. one was that um, you took a question on notice, which was Ben yes. Bates, um, who lives in the room next door to me. He yes. asked um, why are the cats blue and white? And the next day, oh, you told me you would take it on notice. Um, yes. And the next day you'd obviously done some research because you sent me a website and some information. But would you like to tell yep. us what you found out? Well, look, it's very interesting. Geelong is the second oldest AFL team in the league, mm-hmm. the eldest, oldest one being Melbourne, and then Geelong is the second. It's one of the oldest sporting clubs in the world. Wow. Uh, yes, which I didn't real, didn't know. It is one of the oldest sporting clubs in the world. And um, the blue and white goes way back to the early days and the blue represents of course Corio Bay which Geelong is based. Geelong mm-hmm. is um, situated on Corio Bay at the end of Port Phillip Bay and the white represents all the seagulls that tend to fly oh. around um, Geelong especially yeah. around the waterfront area yeah. and I do remember seeing quite a lot of seagulls at one stage around the Geelong football ground but now that it's been a bit more developed it's not, not as oh, many as it used to be. So the blue is for the water and the white is for the uh, seagulls. In fact, Geelong at one stage in the early 1900s was called the Seagulls. Really? Yes. The team was called the Seagulls? The team was called the Seagulls, oh, yes. That's a great name. Yeah. Um, well, I remember the seagulls from when we used to go when I was little and stand in the outer because yeah. sometimes I would be looking at the ball and then I'd realise I was actually looking at a seagull because <laughs> I couldn't keep track of it and I would just see the ball fly away and I'd realise that wasn't the ball at all. It was just a bird. <laughs> And that was the sort of thing that there used you to go. happen to it's me. very interesting history. And they used yeah. to take the train up to Melbourne 
um, the very early days. So it started about 1865, which is only about 30 years after the village of Geelong was settled by Europeans um, in 18. 1834, 1835. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a very old um, Geelong institution and um, has a long history. And as I said, it's one of the oldest sporting clubs in the world and the second eldest AFL. Who's the club. oldest? Mm. Who's the oldest AFL ga- um, team? Melbourne. Melbourne. I see. The Melbourne Club. Mm. Okay. Um, now your second piece of homework, which obviously you haven't done, was to get a question or a comment from Trudy. Um, oh, yes. but we, we can, we can leave that because, yeah. you know, um, we're, you know, we're not trying to give you work to do. No. Um, uh, Kevin Kelly, your husband, oh, my father right. has. He's been giggling all afternoon. So it's obviously a goodie. <laughs> Sure, because it, I don't want – anyway, here's this question. So I, so you, generally I send out a bit of a text message to some key people and say, look, we need a question for Susan. And um, Dad sent back, why? Question mark. He sent, he sent back why. Why? Question mark. He has been laughing all afternoon about that. <laughs> and isn't that typical? Yes, it's it is typical. But do yep. you have any thoughts about it? I would say it's why, Susan, do you put yourself through this? <laughs> why do you go out on a cold July night and sit on the third tier in an open stadium and come home cold and and achy and tired <laughs> at half past ten at night? Why? Uh-huh. And why do you then watch the press conference the next day to see what the uh, coach has to say about the team the night before? And why? Why? Yes, <laughs> he always is asking me why. Is he? Well, I thought maybe he's asking why am I not as cool as you, Susan, that I am not as interested in football. But, you oh, know. Oh, no, well, that's. Look, doesn't sound I, like it. Yeah, no, you know, Dad. Okay. He. <laughs> He did also write another question, um, which yes. he said to use with distre- discretion, and you can choose to ignore this question if you oh, wish. Oh, right. yes. But his well, ask me and I'll decide whether I want to or not. His second question was WTF, question mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. WTF? <laughs> Is that what he's... He wrote that. He wrote that. Okay. Well, he said to use it with discretion, so I think you can ignore it as I you wish. I think we'll ignore that. Okay. I think I've answered the WTF okay. question. Okay. And I, I, no wonder he was giggling all, all <laughs> afternoon about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like you are not impressed, so I'll, uh, I'll put that in the notes. Susan is not impressed with swearing. Um, and does I, not. He knows I'm respond. never impressed. Okay. <laughs> Vocabulary needs to be improved. Well, look, Kevin's questions are generally very well articulated, so maybe he's gone completely the other way um, to rile you up. <laughs> it's a regression. Yeah, it is a regression. Um, so, was there. Okay, so next week's game is Geelong versus Carlton, who's your original mm. team, your parents' team. Do you feel any, con- any conflicts about this? 
Well, they're playing very well at the moment, mm -hmm. and it's at the MCG, mm -hmm. which is uh, going to be neutral territory for both teams, so you can tell Shaz that. Okay. Um, and uh, we, it is their home ground. I don't think it's their home ground, but it's their home match. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be a good test for, for them, I think. They're wanting to get into the eight. We are fifth, but I think we're, we're still... still looking at probably some place in the four. Uh -huh. And I think that um, it'll be a good game. Okay. I think because mm, they're a young, developing side mm. and we are probably one of the older sides in the league now because mm. we have a lot of – a number of players that have reached the 30 mark. Okay. So yeah, so it are... could be interesting. Okay. And Grandpa will be very polite about it, no doubt. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, that's good. I can't imagine him ever not being polite about anything. So, um, you've never seen him at the football camp. That's well. Have I not? I definitely. I told went him with last grandma. week that I uh, no. I told him last week that I was not a very good loser, and he said, "Well, you must get it from me." Interesting. I said, yes, I so. Interesting. Okay. Gosh. Maybe I can try and get him wound up. No, that's a bad idea. No, Anna, no I won't that's do that. a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Um, so family footy tipping competition to, to round things up. Um, we, well, I want, I'm winning this round currently. Um, uh, Dad's coming second. You are coming fourth. Uh, for this round, for this round, um, things overall are very different from that. So you're coming third. Yes. Um, do you think that you can come back from uh, third to to win it? Nah. At this point, okay. No, I don't think so. Because mm. I picked you long every game. <laughs> so whether, they, whether I think they'll win or not. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, Catherine, I was listening to a very interesting um, yes. discussion on the radio on Friday uh -huh. between two um, football commentators. Yes. I think it was Cameron Ling and um, some other guy on 774 ABC. And you know what they were talking about? They were talking about the colours of the football jumpers. Uh -huh. And I thought Catherine would be in heaven. Yeah, what discussion. did they say? Well, they thought that the Greater Western Sydney uh, football jumper, the orange jumper, was fantastic and they should wear it all the time. Yeah. Because it was always different to every other club and they always looked distinctive. Yeah. And it was a very nice colour. Okay. And I thought, Catherine would just love this. Yeah. Because I was actually kind of shocked uh, that they were spending time yeah. on, a, on a broadcast talking about the colour of the jumper. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy that they were and I, I maybe they've caught wind of my strategy to um, so. tip based on I my favourite colour you know, combinations. And, of course, Greater Western Sydney won. They beat Melbourne. Yeah. So there you go. It must have been the jumper. And I received a text message from you on Friday that said that I was the only one who picked the Suns. I hope you picked Geelong is what you said yep. in your text message. Um, yes, I did. And I had then had to ask Jared what you were talking about and um, and he told me that the Suns had, had won. 
Yeah. Well, that's right. The Gold Coast Suns beat Richmond yes. and you were the only one in the family that actually picked that and no doubt it was because of the colour of their that's jumper. That's right. That's right. Um, I am coming last overall though, so I don't know that my strategy has completely uh, worked out for me. Um, but I did ask Bridget, I did ask Bridget, um, who is now leading uh, the tips, what her strategy was. And she said um, that it, it needs to take less than 10 seconds to pick all yep. of them in total. Yep. Um, yep. She goes with the odds. But she does allow herself a little, um, like a wild card, uh, if there's a team that that she secretly thinks that that could win it. So, um, so she's mostly going with the odds, but she does allow herself a little bit of uh, a little bit of leeway. That's right. Um, That was Jojo. Did you hear? Did you hear that? No. Okay. Um, But she did say that in her work tipping competition, she's coming ninth. Um, So I think she wants to win that one. Yeah. Um, so yes. Well, I, uh, I, yeah. That similar. I have a similar strategy to that. I usually pick an outlier, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it might not be um, generally the probably the best outlier to pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jared had a similar. Uh, he he just came out with this the other day, which was he he just said, turned to me and said, "I thought he couldn't come back from where he was in the tipping that." That there's no there's no coming back um, at this point. So I think it's going to be Megan or Bridget. Megan or Bridget? Yep, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Yes, I don't think I think that it's things are settling down now to the point where most of us, apart from you, mm. have a bit of an idea who will win a game. So <laughs> that means. <laughs> do you do you think I don't know? Well, not if you're just picking the bike colours and jumpers. <laughs> no, I don't know. I only just realised that you can actually see the odds when you're uh, yes. picking the teams, but I'm, I'm yes. ignoring it. I'm ignoring it. You can see, and you, you can see whereabouts on the ladder they're placed. That's right. Um, and I tend to look at that probably more than the odds okay. to see whether and what perhaps how they did the week before, if I can remember. Yeah. Look, I feel more engaged than ever before. So I think that that's a plus. Well, that has to be a good that's thing. That's got to be a good thing. Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention about the game or about the AFL or about uh, No, not really. I think, you know, this week's been a difficult week for a lot of people because of, uh, you know, the COVID restrictions mm. right throughout the country, apart from Victoria, which is one, the uh, you know, a bit of an unusual situation. But um, next week, may think, apart from Sydney, New South Wales, things may start to settle down a little mm. bit again. So there might be some more people watching, able to go to their own grounds, possibly, apart from Sydney. Um, so, yes, look, things are just tootling along. We've just got a few Sydney. more weeks to go and we have a few d- difficult um, uh, games. So... You know, the the, uh, the top eight is still a little bit up in the air, I think. Okay. Well, let's finish with the the same old question as normal. Out of ten, Susan Kelly, how likely is it that Geelong is going to win the premiership this year? Well, I'm still still sticking with a seven. Okay. Even after a loss. We're not – we're only – yeah, we're fifth, but where I've got the same number of wins as other teams, it's just percentage that's um, keeping us a little bit lower at the moment. Okay. And um, I think we're just 
going to start to build now towards the final. So I think I'll stick with um, number seven. Okay. And what are you going to have for dinner tonight? I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. for lunch. I have no idea what I'm having for dinner. This blows um, my mind. I don't know. We've got a few choices. I mm-hmm. think we have a lamb. We could have um, some kind of perhaps a taco. Um, I think I'll just leave it till Dad to, to sort that out. Great. I definitely <laughs> thought you would have something in mind. He does a lot of cooking in the evening, so that's good. Lovely. Um, mm. Okay, well, enjoy whatever your dinner is. And yes. Thanks and what for... about you? What are you having for oh, dinner, Catherine? Well, there was discussion of tacos here as well. Um, yep. There was also discussion about whether if we took mints out of the freezer, it would defrost by dinner no. time. The answer no. was no. Um, no. And that is where we left it. And that's where you left it. <laughs> that's where we yep. left it. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. There's always toast. There's always toast. That's right. <laughs> there is always toast. Um, so it'll be fine. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks, Mum. Okay, Catherine. And fellow cat supporters, just keep on cheering. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Winter will be over soon. Oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Football with Susan. Uh, thank you to Susan and to everyone who contributed questions from the crowd. Uh, if you've got a question for Susan, please feel free to let me know. My guess is if you're listening, you've probably got a way to contact me. Uh, so please feel free. Bye.